you know, maybe instead of calling it my best substitute teacher's day ever, maybe I should say it was my favorite day ever. And it kind of surprised me, you know, the main reason is because it wasn't because of what happened in the classroom. It was because of what happened in the hallway. All right. My best day ever happened recently, and it was surprising. Let me tell you why. And and while we're doing this, while I'm yakking like I always do, be thinking about what you consider your best day ever, or probably, in my case at least, my favorite day ever. A lot of you will think about when you had really good interaction in the classroom how when the students really responded to you well. Maybe if you went through a day in a class that has given you a hard time, but everything went smoothly, and maybe even some of the students that tended to be the troublemakers actually had a good day along with you. Think about all that stuff. You know, it's funny when this day happened. I'm going to mention a lot of stuff that happened in this same day. You know, if I just made an episode about my favorite things that ever happened to me as a substitute teacher, I could list these same things, and they all happened in the same day. It's hilarious, sort of. It's funny. I didn't think about it until I got home later that evening, and I'm thinking, I was thinking back of all the conversations I had, all the things that happened during that day with students, and I'm thinking, you know, that was a really good day. And then I'm thinking, the more I think about it, that was probably my favorite day ever. And isn't it strange? I've had some good days in the classroom, but isn't it strange that I'm thinking about this and it has nothing to do with what happened in the classroom. All right, so here's the way it went down. Just a little backstory. Uh, I had COVID three weeks ago. You all know that now because so many of you listened to the last episode. I guess that was episode 173 about COVID emotions. I mean, I've talked this. I, I don't want to get started on that again. Just go back and listen to the episode, but... I've talked to so many people that have had COVID, and they, too, agree with me that there's a little emotional effect of that. With me, it's motivation. With me, it's still motivation, and that's close to a month ago now. This episode is coming out on September 18th, 2022, and it's it's funny. I still have those times when I really have to push myself. In fact, My favorite day now is one of those days that I had to push myself to get back into substitute teaching. It's like I'm making excuses now, and I'm making excuses to get out of something that I love. So I'm not sure I'm going to continue to push myself. I'm going to continue to blame COVID because I wasn't like this before that, and I'm going to continue to do that. So the rest of the backstory is this. Just as a reminder, those of you that have listened to all the episodes, you already know this, but I'm going to keep it concise for the rest of you. I went through two and a half years of full-time substitute teaching. 
I came to the realization earlier this calendar year, the end of the last school year, probably about February, March, that I don't want to do the long term anymore. And it wasn't because I wasn't enjoying it because I actually got to learn the systems of the school and do some grading. And that's okay. I got to talk to the students about how they can pick their grades up and all that kind of stuff, stuff that you really kind of mesh with the students about. Well, I decided in January when my wife and I wanted to start vacationing some, I had another long-term job in February, and by mid-March, I guess it was, I'm thinking, I really don't want to do this anymore. There is so many things that me and the wife want to do, me and our extended family want to do, and I want to go back to substitute teaching a day at a time. When I made that decision, it was actually right after my brother offered me tickets to the SEC basketball tournament in Tampa. So I wanted to do that. And I just said, listen, guys, I can't long-term anymore. And then it's funny, here recently, when I went back to substitute teaching, I had decided I'm just going to do it a day day at a time. So on my day off after each day I substitute teach, it'll let me interact with my family if I need to, run my errands if I need to, rest up maybe after a volleyball match. If I had school and volleyball both, that's a long day. Rest up. I'm getting older. I still think I'm okay, but I'm getting older and just the energy level's not there anymore. So all that is the backstory. So then recently I had my first day back at a school since February. It was a school that I had long-termed at for a long time. And it's funny, I walked in and I it's kind of you get that feeling. It's deja vu at the same time. It's like I, you feel like you're back home, all that good stuff. I love all the schools, but, you know, the ones that you're at the longest, you, you just kind of feel a connection there, right? Well, as I'm walking in, first thing that happens to me now— There are a couple of different components to this school, and when I walked in, you know, the principals don't always know, or assistant principals, that who the subs are going to be that day. That's, you know, they delegate that kind of responsibility, as they should. That's too much for a principal to have to go through, probably, and I probably offended a bunch of principals now, because I know there are some that do that, but... The principals, that's the first thing that happened in the hallway. They were welcoming me back, haven't seen you in a while, hope to see you more, you know, in the days ahead, all that kind of good stuff. I'm already feeling good about that, okay? Then I'm walking down the hallway after the students are allowed. They can't get into the school at this school until about 740. So when they start walking down the hallway, I didn't just see kids nodding at me like, hello, Mr. Collins. I heard them yelling from the other end of the hallway, and they were happy to see me. I was happy to see them. It was kind of like a little class reunion. We hadn't seen each other since, oh, I don't know, maybe March of this year of, of 2022, and We were happy to see each other. They wanted, we didn't have enough time to talk. They wanted to spend time with me, telling me what they'd done over the summer, telling maybe about a new boyfriend or girlfriend that they have, telling me about what they've got going on, telling me about their new job, all that kind of stuff. But regardless, 
they were happy to see me and I was them. So I was really feeling pumped up at this point. I ran into one teacher who knew I was subbing for some reason and knew that her daughter was in my class. And for some reason, her daughter knew I was coming too. And they told me, she told me that, you know, the the students were excited because I was going to be back in the building. That made me feel really good. Now, as the day, that was just opening. I mean, so far, that was a good day. I'm not sure yet that I would rank it as a favorite day. It was just some good stuff that was going on. So, What I found out, now you've heard me talk before about how I think it's really important that between classes, substitute teachers go out in the hallway right outside their door and at least nod and speak and give hellos to students that come by. So that's the same thing I did. And before I knew it, there wasn't a line, but between every class, there was a student that wanted to come up and share their story with me, not because they thought I would give them advice. You know, in some situations, advice wasn't my place, I guess is the best way of saying that. Some I did give advice that wasn't, you know, something, it wasn't a thing that uh, they should instead be talking to their parents. So that wasn't anything like that. But Here's some of the topics. I had students come up. Some of them spent five minutes. They spent their whole time between classes instead of talking to their friends. They were over talking to me. Mr. Collins, what do you think about this? And here's some of the things that they discussed with me. I had one student come up and you could just tell they were so proud of a recent accomplishment because I had had them before and they were really struggling in this area. So they couldn't wait to come up and tell me how good they had done. On the melancholy side, I hate to call it sad, I guess melancholy is usually defined as some kind of memory with a sadness attached to it. There was, I call it sentimental, maybe that's a good word. Some of them came up and shared sentimental memories. You know, maybe it was like, you know I'm not dating this person anymore, don't you? And and they would say, you know, I'm doing okay. Or, you know, I'm not the number one student that I used to be. I struggle in areas. Maybe I would make a couple of suggestions. You know, usually you can just use the word focus and and try to motivate them that way. Some of them were in their senior year. They discussed with me how they'd always thought of their senior year as being the year that they really shine, whether that be academics or sports or whatever, the year that was going to be their year. And, you know, of course, we're still just in September. We're just barely a month into the new school year. But they expressed some of the disappointments that they'd had before. And, you know, I tried to share with them, well, you know, I think those things will straighten out. And if they do, and you have a good, you know, future months before your school year is over, you won't remember August and September. So strive for the good stuff. Don't let what's happened so far make you feel so bad that you don't strive to do better or make the most of it. And, you know, maybe it's time for a new opportunity. Maybe you really enjoyed this. In a few months, you will instead enjoy that 
much more than you enjoyed this. So we had those kind of situations. They were, it just so happened that soon they were going to have their homecoming. They were decorating. It was so funny, some of the homecoming stories. They were showing me pictures of what the decorations they had come with. They were so proud. They didn't share that with every teacher. They shared it with me. I'm not sure I know why. They just knew that I would look at it and and tell them what a good job they did. They knew I would be sincere about it, but it was really cool to see all the efforts they were putting into their homecoming. I had one student tell me about they knew they were going to get asked to the homecoming at the end of the day while they were out in the parking lot. And they, they were saying, like, what do I do? What do I do? And, of course, I'm not going to give them any suggestions. Just say, go with your heart, man. I said, do you want to go with this person? They say, yeah, well, then it's a good thing. You know, there might be a little bit uncomfortable embarrassment at first, but you're going to say yes, and you're going to have a good time at your homecoming. The last two things I'll mention it's it's kind of interesting because I will say that I did pick up several days at the end of last year in a middle school for eighth graders that I had had in the sixth grade long term. So a lot of them knew me. And then when I came back, maybe, oh, three days here and there at the end of the school year, they uh, they enjoyed having me in class. I enjoyed seeing them again. Well, guess what? Those kids are now freshmen in this school. And it's kind of cool. You, On one side, you saw the little, I don't know, deer in the headlights. Maybe that's the best way to describe it. They're in high school. They go from being big man on campus in the eighth grade to being freshmen of a four-year school. So, you know, they're probably a little bit intimidated by that. They looked up at me, and they saw a familiar face, and they they were excited. I was excited. I asked them how their high school was going, whether they meant it or not. They said, great, or they said, maybe I'm adapting. I'm trying my best, all that good stuff. And then probably the day was kept off. It was This wasn't the best thing of the day, but had a volleyball match that night. So this one actually took took place on the volleyball court. We were there, and all of a sudden, this girl from a team from a school that I had never substitute taught came up to me and said, "Do you remember me?" And I did. I remembered who it was. I had taught her at another school. Now she was at this school. I could see the smile on her face. Kids always love it when you remember who they are. And I've even had students come up to me and say, I know you don't remember my name, but do you remember when you taught me two years ago? And then I called them by name. I can't do that all the time. In fact, I probably do that less than 50% of the time. But that made her day in that I remember her, even though I had taught her at the same school. So what's the moral of today's lesson? Are you the type of teacher that when you haven't seen students for a while, they come up to you and want to talk to you. I think it's just because I strive to be a good listener. I strive to joke around with them. I strive to be friendly. I had conversations with referees this week, as a matter of fact, how, and this is life in general. You always enjoy being around people that are willing to laugh, joke, have 
jovial conversations, not always having negative things to say. Those are the ones that you want to be around the most. Well, the students are the same way. To all of you substitute teachers, I would encourage you, strive on that presence that will make the students not only be happy when you're back in their school, but seek you out and want to have conversations with you. Strive for that side of your personality.